Good evening. This is William R. Patterson, international best-selling co-author of the business and personal finance book, The Baron's Son. Thank you for joining me for part two of our three-part book writing, publishing, and marketing teleseminar series, Bestseller Author Secrets, How to Create a Six-Figure Income and Boost Your Celebrity Status, brought to you by BaronSeries.com and Incolumency of CoachGreatWriters.com. To give you a little bit of background on myself for people who are new to the call, I am the winner of the 2008 and 2009 Web Awards for Best Author. These wins are the result of 650,000 votes from over 130 countries. My best-selling book, The Baron's Son, has been translated around the world, languages from Russian to Polish, Korean, Portuguese, and so forth. It's also been featured in the Forbes Book Club and Black Enterprise Magazine. I've done over 400 television and radio interviews since my book has come out in early 2005, and I've also created over 150 product and services based on my book, The Baron's Son. So we're certainly going to be talking about different ways in which you can achieve similar levels of success for your book, as well as how you can create multiple streams of income from the book. Specifically tonight, we're going to be covering the aspects of publishing and distribution. In our subsequent session next Tuesday, we're going to be talking about highly effective strategies for book marketing and promotion, but it's writing the book and setting the stage for publishing and distribution, which will determine whether or not you can hit those bestseller lists, whether or not you can automate your business, and also create those multiple streams of income. These are the things that you have to start to do now. We want to make sure that you have a very strong foundation so that you can either relaunch an older book that you've created, or you can create that new book or that second book in the series or third book in the series and really take it to the next level. Also joining me on the call, I have Inkali Mincy. She's a former English and writing instructor for Columbia College, as well as a former public relations manager for Long and Silverman Publishing, Inc., where she served as senior editor until 2006. Coincidentally, she's also the editor for The Baron Sun, and she's a renowned writing coach, consultant, speaker. Her client list includes business, education, literary, marketing writers from Harvard, Yale, Columbia, and Georgetown. She's also developed nearly two dozen writing and editing workshops and coaching programs. This is an incredible workshop series because for many people, they don't think that they have the time or the skill to write a best-selling book. They also don't think that they can build wealth and create multiple streams of income in a down economy. These series of workshops are going to show you that it is possible to create a best-selling book, even if you may not be the greatest writer. It's all about building the right team, and the right team can help you pull together all of the needed resources and to do it in a way that's going to be affordable and also a way that's going to be profitable. Now, before we get started, our attorneys ask that I read the following disclaimer. Starting and operating a publishing business as well as other related businesses involves risk of loss and may not be suitable for all individuals or investors. This teleseminar is based upon information that we consider to be reliable. However, the Barron Series, Peter Page Publishing, Long and Silverman Publishing, Inc., William R. Patterson, and Incali Mincy do not warrant its completeness, accuracy, or adequacy for any particular use and shall in no event be liable for any loss or other commercial damage incurred as a result of specific investments or planning decisions made by the participant. Information should be customized to an individual's particular circumstances. Now, throughout tonight's call, I'm going to be asking you to take some important action, so please take a moment to make sure that you do have a pen and notepad handy. I would also suggest that if you have a friend, family member, or business associate, someone who's close to you, that you also recommend that they register 
for the remaining teleseminar in the series with you. When it comes to starting and operating a business, it's always easier if you have a support system, someone who's on the same page, who understands the strategies that you are using and attempting to implement. Into night session number two, how to publish and distribute your book for maximum profits, we're going to talk about the common mistakes that most new and, I would say, signed authors make regarding the contract negotiation, the marketing, the distribution. We're also going to talk about how to produce your book on a limited budget, find the best distributors for your book, how to get your book into bookstores and libraries, how to make money abroad by selling and licensing rights to your book, and how you can quadruple your average book order with volume and premium sales. So we have a lot of great information that we're going to be sharing with you. So again, I would encourage you to grab a pen and a notepad. Kali, in the interest of time, why don't we just hit right into some of these questions that came in, and then toward the end of the call, we're going to open up the line, and you'll be able to ask any questions based on the information that you've heard here tonight. Again, in session number three, we're going to cover the book marketing and the promotion aspects. So this is largely about publishing and distributing your book. We also did a session last Tuesday on how to write books that sell when we showed how to discover these great story ideas that will excite publishers and create a dedicated audience following as well as make you money. We also talked about how to minimize writer's block. We talked about ways in which you can develop backstory and use emotion to create real characters and tell compelling stories that can propel you to bestseller status. We also talked about some of the valuable literary techniques that have sold millions of books worldwide and how to use every word so that it contributes significantly to the story, how to really make every word count. These are the things that we covered in the workshop, How to Write Books That Sell. And you'll find a replay of that workshop will be emailed for the people who registered. That will be emailed to you next week. Now, why don't we go ahead and hit right into our first question. So, Kali, if you could start us off. All right. I just want to say good evening to everyone and just thank you for being on the call tonight. The first question that we had was, once you have a draft of your book written, what are the next steps? Who do you contact? And I think with that, one of the most important things that any author, new author, seasoned author, should really understand is that 81% of writers believe that they have a good story in them. And in 2006 and 2007 alone, there were 90,000 fiction titles that had come out in the U.S. that year, just fiction alone. And a lot of large publishers need to sell at least 10,000 books just to break even on a particular title. So with that, the real question that authors should be asking themselves is, am I ready for the competition? And once you decide whether or not you're really ready for this competition, the first person that you're going to go to after your book is written is a team of editors. And I say a team because it's not enough to just have one editor. It's not even enough to have two. Usually I recommend having three. And when I say editor, I don't just mean your friend in college who was good at English or a family member, a colleague who's a web writer or something like that and thinks that they're familiar with all that goes into editing a good book. It's really important to get two or three professional editors because glaring errors, punctuation, spelling, organization, those kind of problems in your book can cost you thousands of dollars to fix in post-production or after printing. Um, so the next, the next step after pulling together a good team of editors would be researching print vendors. 
and reps and make your rep through your printer your best friend because the relationship that you have with that print rep is really going to save you up to $1,000 per job depending on your product and the volume that you want to produce. Your relationship with that rep is really going to increase the quality and the look of your book and how that comes out. Your relationship with your rep is really going to ensure that you have someone on the ground fighting for you and your product. And I know just as an example, uh, one of my colleagues who works in Virginia, not too long ago, about two weeks ago, had a $3,000 print job. And when they got the print job back, the print was about six different colors, six different shades of green, and was actually missing the varnish on that. And it was because of her relationship with that rep, they actually took care of her and she was able to make her deadline. So those are the kinds of relationships that you really want to build um, right in the beginning. So after you pull together your team of editors, you really find good print vendors. The next thing that you want to do after that is find out how you go about getting ISBN numbers and barcodes, how you do CIP filing with uh, the Library of Congress. You know, just go ahead and structure your book and build your case to send it out to publishers if, for example, you want to go that traditional publishing route. And then finally, I would say find out how to write an effective book proposal, again, if you want to go that traditional publishing route. And with all of this, really sit down, do the math, and find out what the cost involved with this are all going to be because all of this stuff is going to cost, but in the long run, it is going to save you money if you do it right the first time. Um, and then just to a follow-up with the initial question that had come in, a lot of people were asking what are the expenses that an author should consider or expect to incur during this process. So I guess, William, I would pass it off to you if you want to talk about the different costs that are involved with publishing a book the right way. There are a number of different costs involved in publishing a book, particularly a book that's going to be successful. Even before we get into the cost, let me talk a little bit about the business behind the book. You really want to begin to create your website and other book-related products early on, even before your book comes out, because you want to set the stage. You also want to cultivate an audience so that you can drive massive sales in the early weeks of your book launch. You also want to develop a marketing plan. You want to choose a company name. And if you're going to not form a corporation, you want to at least file a fictitious name statement to say that you're doing business as this particular company. I would encourage people to look at forming a corporation or an LLC, and we'll talk about that a little more in a moment. Also, you want to get that P.O. box, that UPS box. You may want to sign up for a virtual office service. You want to look at getting the sales and use tax permits. You want to look at getting the state and local business licenses if you're going to operate as a publisher. You want to open up that business checking account. You want to devise a method for accounting and also tracking your income and expenses, getting your letterhead done so that you can send out these manuscripts so that you can get endorsements back. You also want to identify the target audience and the promise of your book. You want to draft your back cover copy, and you want to get some author publicity photos taken. As Kali mentioned, you're getting the copyright forms. You're submitting the title information to books in print. You're getting your ISBNs. You're getting your pre-assigned control number from the Library of Congress. You're also hiring a graphic designer to do your book cover. You're setting up the relationships with Baker and Taylor and the major wholesalers, Ingram. 
You're also researching your title through Amazon and Google to make sure there's not huge competition out there and your book will get lost if you have a title that's too common. And particularly, you're using a cute phrase that you show up on the 10th or the 50th or 100th page of Google for your book title. These are things that many people don't think about. You also may need to get any needed permissions for people that you quoted and solicit endorsements. Now let's dive into the cost that are all associated with these things. Number one, forming your business and acquiring business licenses. This can cost you anywhere from $500 to $2,500. People say, well, why should I form this company? I'm just going to be a sole proprietor, put out my book. The reason you want to look at doing this is because it allows you to build business credit so you can pay for some of the other things that you want to do. You need that computer so that you can maintain and run your website. You might need to get that business credit card so that you can afford to travel and to purchase booth space if you're going to do signings. These are things that can be done with business credit that don't require a personal guarantee. So if you're saying, hey, my credit may not be the greatest, you can develop credit in the name of your publishing business. You can also maximize your tax deductions and generate thousands of dollars in tax deductions. It also makes you look more professional. Also, looking at the P.O. Box and the virtual office service, this can run you anywhere from $90 if you do a basic year through the post office up to your virtual office service, which can run you $100 a month, so about $1,200, and you actually have a person that answers the phone and can route it to you. You also have your bank account. Most business bank accounts are going to run you anywhere from $10 a month, so you're probably looking at about $120 a year just to have a business bank account. You also are going to want to get domain names for your book. You don't want to have some ridiculously long domain name that when you tell a person over the air, they can't remember it or people can't spell it. You want to avoid those double characters, the double S's, double B's, or triple B's and S's. You don't want to do very cute names. Keep it under 11. But your website and your domain names can be free. One of the resources that we gave out as a part of this series was the ability to set up a free website. So you want to make sure that you access that link in the email that was sent out to you, the gift link, because that's one of the great benefits of participating in this workshop series is you can now set up a free website for your book with a custom domain name. But that can run you up to $2,500 to get that website done, particularly if you use the marketing elements that we talk about. We show you the seven critical elements of the cash flow generating website in some of our other workshop series where we show you how to generate those qualified leads to your website that want to buy your book. You also are looking at online banner ads can run anywhere from $150 to $170 to get those designed with your book and a call to action. Editing and proofreading services can run you anywhere from $2,750 up to $6,000. And people say, well, why would I pay $3,000 or $6,000 to have my book edited? I did a book sign. A person said, what does an editor have to do with making a book a bestseller? Believe me, if reviewers read your book and it's filled with errors, it's not well written, it's poorly structured, the plot development isn't there, the character development isn't there, if you're talking about a fiction book, 
or The Story is Weak. It's poorly structured as a nonfiction book. This not only will cost you in terms of sales, it will cost you in terms of speaking engagements. It will cost you in terms of people wanting to read the follow-up book in your series. You can permanently damage your brand, costing you hundreds of thousands of dollars if you do not have a well-edited book. So this is the importance, and, and again, I can speak, and this is one of the reasons why I definitely wanted to have Kali involved in this call, is because the editor is a crucial piece to building a successful brand and everything that you do. It's going to affect whether or not people refer your book to other people. It will cost you literally tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars if you have a poorly edited book. You also have publicity photos, which can cost you anywhere from 150 up to $1,000. And publicity photos, you'll need those because people will ask because they want to interview you on radio shows. You want a nice-looking headshot. You don't want to have the scary picture that says, oh, no, I, I don't want to go to this person's website to buy the book. You want to have a nice-looking headshot. You may want to do a little bit more if you want to do a press kit. Press kits can be helpful. Again, I was able to get billionaires, top business leaders, all these people to endorse our book. One of the reasons is because we had a very nice press kit. Some places, they may want you to print 1,000 copies. If possible, keep that number low to 100 to 250 copies of your press kit, but that can run you anywhere from 400 to $4,000. You have business cards, flyers, banners, and promotional materials. can run you anywhere from 100 to $1,500. You're going to buy your ISBNs. Uh, they now offer the ability to get one ISBN for $150 or a block of 10 ISBNs for $400. For people who don't know what an ISBN, it's an international standard book number that identifies each book. So each book has a separate ISBN. Now, one of the quick little facts is that when you turn over a book, it allows you to quickly determine whether or not this book is self-published based on the number of ISBNs that that person has bought. So when a person looks at the barcode and they look at that ISBN, if they can tell this person has only purchased 10 or 1 ISBN, they're going to look at it and say it's self-published. We don't want to carry it in this major chain. So that's also something to keep in mind. You may want to purchase a bigger block of ISBNs, like 100, so that you don't look quite self-published. That can certainly affect your distribution. Now, you may look at that and say, wow, $1,200 for a block of 100 ISBNs seems like a lot of money, but when you compare that to not being in major stores, it may not be a lot after all. Barcodes can cost you $20 to $30. Printing up your manuscripts that you can send out to people for endorsements and reviews can cost you $150 to $200. Now, these are before the galleys. These are just, let's say, cone-bound manuscripts that are in Courier 12-point type that people can read through to get a feel for what the book is all about. That can cost you $150 to $200 to print up, let's say, 10, 20, 30 copies of those to send out to people. Then you have your compositor or your typesetter who's going to lay out your book. That can cost you, I'd say, $1,250 to $2,000, depending on the complexity of your book. You have pre-publication galleys. I would encourage people to do this. A pre-publication galley is a pre-publication copy of your book that you send out to pre-publication reviewers. Pre-publication reviewers are people who review your book for the trade, and they send reviews to book buyers to say this is a decent book and we think it's more or less we think it's going to sell. 
they will buy books based on the reviews that you've gotten from pre-publication reviewers. If you haven't been reviewed by pre-publication reviewers, then more often than not, they're not going to buy a lot of copies of this book. That's why galleys are so important. I would encourage you to get full-color galleys as opposed to getting a galley that doesn't have a cup. You want to use a full-color galley that looks like the book, but you can't send a finished book to a pre-publication reviewer because they're going to look at it as though this book has already come out and there's no need to review a book that's already out. So you don't want to send a finished book to a pre-publication reviewer. You also are going to be looking at shipping costs. A lot of people don't think about shipping. I tell you, the people who really get wealthy in the publishing industry, the post office, you're looking at $300 minimum to get your book shipped from the printer to the distributor to your home or wherever it is you're having these books shipped, you're looking at $300 there, plus you're looking at about $2.60 for media mail up to $4.80 for priority shipping to send each of these different manuscripts, to send each of these books around. We typically say you should send up to 500 copies of your book, at least 500 free promotional copies of your book to reviewers if you're serious about hitting a bestseller list. When it comes to printing your book, you're looking at $1.50 to $6 per book. So this can end up, and I would suggest for a person who's self-publishing not to print more than 500 to 1,000 books in your first run because it's very hard to, to sell this, particularly if you don't have a real marketing plan and you don't know what you're doing. It's, you'll end up with thousands of books sitting in your basement, in storage, or at a fulfillment company. You'll end up spending more to house and store those books than you'll make. Now, when you're looking at the pricing between $1.50 and $6 per book, you're like, wow, that's a huge range. How do you determine what's the difference between whether I can get the $1.50 versus the $6? Well, it depends on the quantity that you're printing. The more you print, the cheaper the price. And a lot of these book printers are going to say, hey, print more books so you can get a cheaper price. But again, keep in mind, it's very difficult to move those books unless you have the marketing support and the distribution support. So you have quantity, you have the page count, you have the binding, whether it's case-bound, meaning hardcover, or perfect-bound, meaning soft-cover, whether it's a, the type of paper, the weight of the paper you use, the gloss matte embossed cover or dust jacket, the boards and stamping. The stamping will be the the spine of the book and the lettering on the spine. The boards will be the quality of the hardcover book that you produce, as well as the type of proofs, whether you use that electronics versus blue lines, or your shipping destinations. Those are all things that are going to affect your price per book. Then you have a trademark. If you're doing a series like Chicken Soup for the Soul, or you're doing Rich Dad series, or you're doing a Harry Potter series, you may want to trademark that and you're looking at $325 per class of goods plus attorney fees. Per class of goods means if you decide you want to develop a clothing line based on your book, you're going to have to pay another $325 to protect that class of goods. So that $325 for your trademark only protects one type of product that name is used on. And again, you may have attorney's fees. You're looking at PR. I would say you could easily spend up to $20,000 on PR. One of the big mistakes that I think we made in promoting the Baron Sun is we didn't do enough television early on. 
a lot of people think, oh, I don't need to hire a publicist. I can do the marketing on my own. Realize that they have relationships and they can book you on these shows relatively easily. If you don't have the time, nor should you waste your time doing the follow-up with all of these media people on your own, plus they have the credibility to get you booked. Also, they can help you with booking speaking engagements, selling more books. These are the things that PR helps you do. When you look at a number like 20000 and you say, wow, that's uh, a lot of money for me to invest. With the right PR, you can book at 20000 plus for one speaking engagement. These are numbers that I do. When I do speaking engagements abroad, I book out at twenty to $30,000. When you're talking domestically, easily seven to 10000 you get on major television shows, the value of your speaking, the value of your work goes up. So $20,000 is really not that much. You look at travel, you're looking at $1,000 plus to go to various events. I say a minimum, several hundred, two or three hundred. You might have to reserve booth space. And you're trying to recoup that from a $15 or $20 book, which is why you do want to leverage some of the other strategies that we teach on developing multiple streams of income. A vanity number can cost you $60 to $120 a year. A vanity number is when you have a number like 888-90-BARON. When you're on the radio, you don't want to give out your phone number as a generic, regular phone number. And I tell you, I'm going to lose it if I hear another author get on the air and give out a regular phone number. Obviously, if people are driving, they're not going to remember that number. So you give them a number like 888-90-BARON. They only have to remember two numbers and your brand. And you have an opportunity to continue to reinforce your brand with a vanity number, a virtual assistant. It can be anywhere from free if you hire an intern up to $720, perhaps up to $3,000 a year. Now, people say, well, why do I need a virtual assistant? You can use a virtual assistant and turn that virtual assistant into a profit center for your publishing business. And you can have that person running affiliate programs. You can have that person booking speaking engagements for you. And that $3,000 a year will get you about 120 hours worth of work out of that person. So if you have a person that's working 120 hours for you and they can't generate $3,000 worth of business, then you're doing something wrong or you've got a bad product. Advertising can be anywhere from several hundred dollars to several thousand dollars plus. Remember that if you're advertising, and a lot of people are going to say, hey, advertise in this magazine, advertise your book here, buy an ad on our radio show. Realize that people need to hear your ad seven to nine times before they remember it. So if you're not prepared to advertise seven to nine times in that book or that magazine or on that radio show, you're wasting your money. So you have to, one, have the staying power and realize, is it worth it for me to advertise and promote this? And, again, keep in mind, a lot of times you're going to be charged several hundred to several thousand dollars, and you need to recoup that off of a $20 book. It doesn't make sense. So all of this goes to say it can cost you anywhere from $35,000 to $75,000 to produce a best-selling book. Now, through coaching, we can save you tens of thousands of dollars in this process. People say they can't afford a coach. The reality is you can't afford not to have a coach. Having been through this process many times, we can show you where to cut your costs and where not to cut your costs. And just as there are huge expenses out there, there are also huge opportunities on the revenue side. And if you look at using the models that Kali and I would talk about, 
Not only do you have book sales where you can make the 15 to 20 to $25 a book, you also have the foreign and subsidiary right sales where you can earn $2,000 plus royalties per language. Uh, you can even more than that, depending on the success of your book in the U.S. You also have anywhere from $1,500 to $7,000 per speaking engagement plus product sales. You have teleseminars and webinars that can produce anywhere from $600 to $9,000 on a call where you have, let's say, 30 students attending. You have related product sales, which is $40 per product plus. Some products go into the hundreds. You have affiliate marketing. You have coaching and consulting. You have membership and subscription services, depending on whether or not you're doing fiction or nonfiction. And there are also ways that you can bundle fiction as part of membership and subscription services to increase value for people. So this can produce anywhere from $20 to $500 per month per person that's involved in that particular offering, product or service offering that you have there. Realize that it is totally possible not only to recoup your money in marketing, but to build multiple streams of income. Now, you don't have to incur this thirty to $70,000 cost all at once. You certainly can stage that, and these are the things that we walk you through in the coaching program is how to pick when to spend the money, who to spend that money with, because you have a lot of people who will charge a lot of money who aren't very good, and you also have people who may charge very little money who aren't very good. So it's about finding the right team, saving yourself time, and focusing on the things that you do best. Hopefully that gave people a very comprehensive view of the real costs that go into producing a best-selling book. Now, Kali, why don't we go ahead and, and hit the next question, which uh, won't have as long of an answer, but will definitely be meaningful for people. Okay. Well, it looks like the next question that we have here, what are the do's and the don'ts? What are the best resources for self-publishing? Just to kind of recap a little bit about what William had just mentioned, as far as all of the things that you're going to need in order to have a successful book, the do's that you would want to do, create your team. And just to bullet those out for you very quickly, have someone to critique your book even before you send it to the editor. So you want someone to critique. You want a substantive editor. You want a copy editor, a proofreader, a typesetter, a designer, a printer, and someone to do your fulfillment, so a fulfillment site. If you're going the traditional publishing route and you don't want to self-publish, you can go into getting an agent. There are a lot of resources out there for you if you want to try to find an agent, such as Publishers Weekly and Publishers Lunch. Um, and it just is going to show you who is out there, what kind of things that they've already produced, so that way you can decide how that works into your book, your genre, the audience that you're trying to get into. Um, so, William, do you have any other do's and don'ts for them? Sure. Number one big don't is don't wait until your book comes out to start marketing and building an audience. Number two, if you were to go to, not necessarily with regard to self-publishing, but publishing in general, don't think that the publisher is going to market for you. That's a, another big don't. Number three, don't think that your book is going to sell itself. You have to market, and you have to figure out cost-effective ways to market. Again, these are things that we show you how to do through our book marketing coaching programs, these are the ways in which you can set up things such as virtual book tours. These are the ways in which you can reach your target market as opposed to just doing a random radio show. Because you can get on a radio show with a million people and not sell a single book. 
is because you, one, may be targeting the wrong audience, and you may not have the right message. Number two, don't go cheap on your cover design. Most people are going to spend about four seconds on your front cover and eight to 14 seconds on the back cover. So you need to have a compelling cover design. That's probably even more critical than what's inside the book. Most people, I think it's a statistic, something like 55% of people don't get past page 15 in a book. So your cover design, your title have to sell the book. Let's talk about some of the do's. Do get as many testimonials and endorsements as possible as well as reviews. Also keep in mind there will be some negative reviews. No one likes everything. You need to have enough positive reviews that can outweigh some of the bad ones. The next thing, do get a vanity number. As I mentioned, do not get on the air, give out a contact number, and it's some long number that people can't remember. Use it to build your brand. Do get a custom website and do use custom email. Again, I cannot tell authors enough, do not email people using AOL and Yahoo accounts. Use your website, build your brand. Stop building AOLs and Yahoos and Hotmail or MSN's brand. You want to build your brand and drive that traffic back to your website so that you can sell more books. You also want to make sure that you understand that it takes people seven to nine times to see your ad before they buy. So don't expect to run an ad one place and expect them to buy your book. Now, what you may want to do is to create some free gift offers that you can advertise to a person's list once, and people will sign up for that free gift offer, and then that allows them to come over to your list where you can market to them over time your book and other related materials. You also want to make sure that you do have two to three editors. You do research your book's promise, your guarantee. If you're talking about a nonfiction book, especially your subtitle should be the promise or the guarantee of your book. If you look at something like The Barren Sun, where you have the ethical roadmap to wealth, power, and success, that is the promise or the guarantee of our book, The Barren Sun. You want to look at this as a way to communicate the benefit that people are going to get by reading your book. Do get help with your copy, particularly your back cover copy, if you're not a great copywriter. Just because you can write a literary work does not mean you know how to write copy. Marketing copy is different. Do offer incentives for buying your book. One of the things that we did, we created a bestseller campaign where we offered more than $3,600 in electronic bonus gifts for people to buy our book. At one point, they were able to receive actually cash offers by buying the book. So they almost got paid to buy the book. It makes it very easy for people to say yes. Most importantly, by offering a free gift offer, you can force people to come to your site to buy the book as opposed to Amazon.com or one of these other places. If they go to your site to buy the book, you get to capture their email address so that you can market to them. But if people are buying through all of these other sources, you have no idea who's buying your book and how to follow up with them. All you see is the numbers of sales. Do develop a bestseller campaign. Do partner with other authors and network. Do the joint ventures. Do as many events as possible, even the smallest events. You'll never know who you'll meet there. And also do have multiple products. As I mentioned, you may spend up to $1,000 to travel to an event to sell your book, and you're trying to recoup that from a $20 book or $15 book. You need to develop multiple streams of income. These are things that we show you how to do through our teleseminar series and our other products, how to develop multiple streams of income and multiple products. It's very hard to recoup all of these expenses with only a $20 book. 
Let me just touch very briefly on the self-publisher versus the publishing model. Again, you're looking at a successful book selling 10,000 copies at a $20 retail price and a 7% royalty. That's about $14,000 minus your marketing costs, which may leave you with next to nothing. You're looking at a self-published author, 10,000 books sold at a $20 retail price. A 35% royalty rate leaves about $7,000 minus your printing costs, minus your marketing costs. That leaves you with your profit or loss. And it's going to take you a lot as a self-published author to sell 10,000 books, particularly if you don't have the distribution. Why don't we hit our next one? All right. Our next question that we have here is, how do I choose a reputable distributor to have my book placed in bookstores? How can I get my self-published book into a major book chain, such as Borders, Target, Barnes & Nobles? Well, that's a, a great question. We have a number of different resources and lists for people, but you want to really choose a distributor that specializes in your type of book. So if you're doing Christian fiction, you want to look at people who specialize in, distri in distribution to churches and Christian bookstores. If you're doing largely business books or you have a children's book, then there are certain people that will not only go to the major trade stores, but they'll also go to what are known as the specialty locations where you can push these books in quantity. Uh, I would say if you're looking to get into libraries, you want to go through Quality Books. They're the major supplier of libraries. The major wholesalers out there are Ingram and Baker and Taylor. What happens is once a person wants to order your book, they may hear from the person at Borders, Barnes & Noble, or one of the other major chains that is not available. They'll order it from one of the major wholesalers. So at a minimum, if you do not have relationships with major distributors, you want to establish those relationships with those major wholesalers. Distributors are a lot more difficult to establish relationships with. The reason being is that they don't want to deal with the single title authors for the most part. They want people who are going to put out several titles. And again, this comes back to if you only buy one ISBN, they're going to look at you and say, hmm, this person isn't really serious about publishing a lot of books. The same way with the major retailers. They don't want to deal with a million publishers. They want to deal with only a few distributors. So if you're interested in getting your book into these major chains, you want to get in with some of the larger distributors, and that may take you to put out several titles before you can get a major distributor to take you seriously. But there are some distributors that do work with smaller publishers, companies like NBN, companies like Bookmasters, etc. But we do have a comprehensive list of resources that we make available to people. As part of our coaching programs, we do make available to the people thousands of resources. Uh, these include subsidiary and foreign rights agents, so if you're interested in having your book translated abroad, we have people that you can approach for that. Again, resources for just doing the basic things that you need to do in order to get published, things such as acquiring your ISBNs, your Library of Congress, your PCN numbers. Uh, if you're trying to find the best compositor, you're trying to find a cover designer or a dust jacket designer. And again, keep in mind that the resources that you're going to use may vary depending on your genre and your market. So you may have a person that's great at designing corporate-looking nonfiction book covers, but they don't know anything about designing a great fiction cover. 
You may have other people who know about distributing to certain niche markets that don't know how to reach other markets. So uh, you also want to keep that in mind. So we do have resources that we make available that can save you hundreds of hours of time in research and implementation. Also, your logo, corporate identity, web designers, the barcodes, the printers, distributors, publicists, media lists. We have pre-screened business lawyers. And most importantly, the things that will really save you a lot of time, particularly if you're not great at writing copy and you don't know how to do these things, we have sample template letters that are just plug and play. If you want to get people to contribute to a book, you want to put together a book, let's say with a chicken soup model, where people are contributing stories, we have letters on how to solicit for those. You want people to give you endorsements for your book, we have template letters for those. You want to get people to review your book, we have template letters for those. You want to get people to contribute bonus gifts and mail their subscribers to participate in your joint venture or bestseller campaign. Again, you're getting people to mail thousands of people for you for free. We have template letters that can show you how to do that. You want to get booked on television and radio shows repeatedly. Again, I've done over 400 television and radio interviews. These are the things that we walk you through how to do with the coaching program. These are some of the resources that we make available that can help you rapidly get going, and you don't have to focus on these things. You don't have to go looking for them. They're all in one place. Uh, next question that came in, a person was asking about book clubs and how to get their book picked up by a book club. Uh, my book, The Baron's Son, was featured in the Forge Book Club. Generally, book clubs need about six to eight months lead time before your book comes out. This is also a major thing for people to think about in terms of a timeline. Most people, if you want your book to be featured in a book club, you need six to eight months lead time. If you're just trying to get in stores, you need four to six months lead time. So don't print your book and expect to be in stores the next week. It takes time for you to get into a catalog, particularly of a distributor, so that they can show these to the book buyers and they can order the books, they can get them into the warehouse, they can enter them into the system. That will take you a minimum of four months. Also, with regard to picking reviewers, you have pre-publication reviewers and post-publication reviewers. Pre-publication reviewers who, again, review books for the book trade to help them determine which books to buy and stock in their store, they're going to need four months lead time. Then you have the post-publication reviewers, which are the New York Times and the USA Today and, and all of those different other book reviewers. So those are some of the different things that you have to do. The post-publication reviewers, you can send out the finished copies of your book. Your pre-publication reviewers, you need to send out galleys at least four months in advance. So, Kali, why don't we go ahead and open up the lines and see if we have any questions, and then we can answer those, and then we'll uh, give people additional information afterwards. All right. This is Kim Yon from Charlotte. I know you talked a lot about books, regular books, but does apply to e-books as well? Uh, that was actually one question that we were about to get to. Uh, one question is how can you turn your book into multiple streams of income? Yes, one of the big things that I want people to understand is that you do have multiple streams of income available when you put out a book and you have subsidiary rights. These include everything from serial rights. If you wanted the book to be featured in a newspaper, you wanted to convert it into an e-book. These things do go into e-books, although there are lower costs. You don't have many of those fulfillment costs. And mm -hmm. usually you want to use an e-book as a setup to something else, which may be a hardcover book. So you can, let's say you may not have the money to print your hardcover book, you may want to start out by pre-selling the e-book 
or you may want to give a sample chapter as an e-book to convince people to buy the hardcover book first as a way um, to market for the hardcover. Yes, that can work depending on how you do it, and you may want to do something slightly different with the hardcover book just so you don't cannibalize that revenue and people say, well, I've already read the book, and I'm not quite sure I want the hardcover. So you might want to do something slightly different or have the ebook slightly different from the hardcover so there's still some value in buying the hardcover. You said you're offering a program on this? Yes, we do have a workshop series on how to develop your product line, which includes ebooks, and then we also walk people through it in the coaching service how to build the multiple streams of income. So if you want to just do purely ebook marketing, we can show you how to do that. But usually you're using the ebook to market other products and services on the back end. Great. Thank you. Okay. I'll be looking sure thing. Yes, this is Maxine Cunningham from Baltimore. I have three questions. I would like for you to define a galley or describe a galley. Secondly, how do you obtain a vanity phone number? Third question is, who do you contact to purchase the ISBN? Okay. I'll, I'll do the last two and then you know, the first one is, you know, it's better for you. As far as ISBN numbers, the company that you want to contact for that is Bowker. And you can go to www.bowker.com. And it's not just ISBN numbers that they offer. They offer a lot of other publishing-related stats. Um, they have, they'll give you information on how many book titles were purchased in a particular year, the sales, the pricing, and other trends like that. So it's not just about ISBN numbers. It's a whole slew of information that you can use to help market your book, to help identify your audience, and to build other products as well. And as far as vanity numbers go, um, there is one company called Access Line. And you can go to accessline.com. And they have, it's usually by month. You can pay by month. Um, they have packages as low as $4 a month on up to, say, $10, $15 a month, depending on how many calls you're going to be getting in and the length of those calls. So it is fairly cheap on a monthly basis to go through Access Line if you want to do that. And if you Google search AT&T lookup service, you'll be able to find out which numbers are actually available, and then you can go to Access Line and secure the number. Now, when it comes to galleys, galleys are pre-publication copies of your book. They have the exact same interior layout as your book, although the cover may either be a plain cover, which I typically discourage, or it will be a perfect bound version of your book with a full color cover except it says pre-publication copy not for resale so that pre-publication reviewers know that it is not the actual book. If you're not that concerned about being in Publishers Weekly or some of these other places, then it's not a big deal. But if you are concerned about really being able to secure a lot of great reviews, then you would want to do a full-color galley. You only need a few, maybe 50 to 100 max, that you're going to send out and that would go to those pre-publication reviewers, and that will go a long way toward getting you some great reviews, particularly if you already have endorsements. Okay, and now I'm going to open these lines back up. Hi, my name is Michelle. I'm calling from Pennsylvania. Hi, Michelle. Hi. First, I want to thank you all. I was on the call Tuesday as well, and all of this really great information. I'm at the stage where I have already had my manuscript edited by a professional editor, but one of the things I was listening to this evening was you saying that it would benefit me to have more than one editor, and I didn't know if you meant at different levels, because I did have someone who is not a professional editor. I had that person edit my book just for some general feedback. Then I had my editor. We went through a couple of phases. 
would you suggest at this point having an, another editor at her level edit my book? Well, Colleen, why don't you speak to the different levels of editing, and okay. I think that would give her some greater insight. Okay. Well, earlier I did say that I always recommend that everyone have at least two editors. And the reason that I say that is because a lot of authors don't really understand the production process, the editing process, and there really are different types of editors. For example, if I just finish a book and I just want feedback, I can give that to someone to critique just for an overall feel. What did it make you think? How did it make you feel? You know, Would you refer this to a friend? What did you like? What didn't you like? That's something that you can get from a critiquer. If you have a professional critiquer, they can give you more background and insight as to what could make it better in a general sense. Um, then you also have what you call content or substantive editors. And what they're responsible for doing is reading your book and looking at it in a holistic sense. For example, they might read your book and say, you know, your book might be more effective if you make Chapter 3, Chapter 1, and if you make Chapter 2, Chapter 4. And even within a chapter, they might say, well, these three paragraphs here, save those for the next page, or save those for the end of the chapter. And so they're looking at it, again, more holistically. Then you have copy editing or a copy editor who is going to look at the finer details. They're going to be focused on things like spelling, punctuation, grammar, overall sense and coherency, conciseness. That's what they're going to be looking for. So if the person who is doing your book, if what you're saying is they did more of a copy edit, which is they're focusing on those small things, you know, that's good. That is important. But it's also even more important for you and the success of your book if you follow the proper steps, which would be to have someone critique it if you can afford that. And I would recommend that you do because usually you can get a critiquer for maybe about $500 and then have someone do a substantive edit and then a copy edit. I would never recommend that you have any one editor do copy editing and substantive editing because anyone who's looking at a document that long, after a while they start to miss a lot of things and it's really important to get two sets of eyes. Also with that, I would always recommend that you have the substantive editor do it first. You never want to have someone copy edit it, then send it back to the substantive editor. It's really important to follow up that. Right, and as far as proofreading, I know a lot of clients, there's even corporations, a lot of them don't really understand what a proofreader is. And it's almost like a, you know, a blanket term that people use for you to just check spelling and punctuation. That is not what a proofreader is. A proofreader comes in the stage where your book has already been laid out. So your book first would go from you to the substantive editor, assuming that you don't get the critiquer, from the substantive editor to the copy editor, then back to you, because it's up to you to approve whatever changes they make. It's up to you to respond to any queries, or rather questions that they'll ask you about changes that they're suggesting. Then you have to send it back to the copy editor to take a look at after you do that and it's all clean, then at that point you go ahead and send it to setter or layout person to lay that out. After that person lays that book out, then you send it to the proofreader. So a proofreader only comes after your book has been laid out. So never ask someone after you write a book to proof it for you because they're not going to do it right. Copy editors and proofreaders are looking for completely different things. Okay. 
Well, Kali, why don't you go ahead and give out your contact information for people who are interested in critiquing services, editing services, or writing coaching? Okay. Well, my information, uh, my email address is nkmincy, that's M-I-N-C-Y, at coachgreatwriters.com. You can also call me anytime at 866-WRITE-99. That's 866-WRITE-99. And just to let you know, I do have a team of people to critique your work, do different levels of editing, proofreading. I have a team of designers as well. And for anyone who's in the later stages of their work, I do also have a team of print vendors that I work very closely with. And they're not, they're not your typical print vendors. They're vendors that will actually take time with you to show you what steps you should be doing in that production process. They're not just going to take your money, print your work, and send it out the door. If you need to spend that time, if you need that extra 30 minutes to articulate to them what it is that you want, what your vision is, how you want that book to look, they will take that time with you. So if you need any publishing professional, you can give me a call at 866-WRITE-99. Okay, and your website? It's coachgreatwriters.com. Okay, coachgreatwriters.com. Now, do you have any other products or resources that may be helpful for them? We, we do. We have lots of resources, um, especially um, just with the last question that we had in terms of editing. I do have a package that we call Copy Editing Essentials. And what that does is it saves you thousands of dollars. A good editor will run you anywhere between 2000 and $3,500, a good editor. And what this allows you to do is understand what that editor's job is, what their responsibility is to you. And that's different levels of editing. It ha I have pages and pages of different publishing-related terms, production-related terms. So when you're working with your editors, when you're working with your typesetters, your designers, anyone in the publishing field, you can talk to them on their level. Because as a lot of you know, if you don't sound like you really understand the business, people will take advantage of you. So it gives you the opportunity to find out what their jobs are, what the prices are, what, you know, what they should be doing for you, how much you can do on your own. It has contracts on there. So that way when you find the editor that you want to work with, you have that contract and you can send over to them. So that way you know that they're responsible for a certain amount of work because there are a lot of people who say that they're editors. They'll take your money, they'll take half up front, do a halfway job, send it back to you, and demand payment. And by virtue of them having, quote-unquote, done the work, you're responsible to pay them. So this makes it clear that they have to do certain types of work. I also have writing uh, fiction writing toolkits. So if you're working on your novel, it helps you with character development and plot development to make sure that you have all of the elements of what it is to have a successful book. Because many of us, we read... Now, we may enjoy a book, but not know quite why we like the book. And so it will allow you to uh, make sure you have all of that in your book. And I would like to reiterate for people that these are not costs. These are investments that will pay huge dividends for you if you do them right. Everything, again, from your ability to be able to sell more books, to have repeat customers to, to get your book translated in multiple languages to book speaking engagements, doing these things, making these investments can literally 
pay you tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not more. To tell you a little bit about some of the resources that we provide through the Barron Solution Group and BarronSeries.com, we have a number of book publishing, marketing, workshops, CDs, and coaching programs that cover everything from the step-by-step process for creating your book concept, writing, publishing, producing, marketing, a quality book quickly on a limited budget, how to build a six-figure speaking business based on your book, how to add thousands of people to your mailing list so that when your book comes out, you can concentrate that buying on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and you can push that book onto a bestseller list immediately. And again, that can something like that, pushing your book onto an online bestseller list immediately can help you get distribution for your book because people are going to be watching those lists and they're going to see that and say, wow, who's publishing this book? Let's get it in stores because they want a piece of that money too. Also, using teleseminars to generate multiple streams of income for your business. You can profit from 10 streams of income created by teleseminars. Also, how to market and promote yourself, how to start and run your publishing business the right way. You have many authors that aren't thinking. They're just trying to put out one book. They're not thinking about retirement accounts. You can build business credit. You can do so many great things if you run your business the right way, and you can afford the publicists. You can afford the press kits. You can afford to print more books. You can afford to get a nice high-end website that actually has different aspects of functionality that can convert more sales for you. We also have our book marketing coaching program where we will walk you through step-by-step the process for creating and marketing the book. You're also going to learn how to avoid the common mistakes around contract negotiation, how to position your title to become a book club selection and bestseller, how to get the big-name people to endorse and support your book, how to promote your book on a limited budget, how to get the radio, television, and print coverage for your book, how to find the best distributors, how to set up the live and the virtual book tours to increase your profit, and how to make money abroad by selling and licensing the rights to your book. We have sample letters that will show you how to get people to contribute to your book, how to get the endorsements, how to get people to review your book, how to contribute bonus gifts and mail their list to promote your book, how to get booked on television and radio shows. These are things that have been very successful for me. I've been on 400 shows. I've had, again, billionaires, top business leaders, top professional athletes, all these different people convert and want to support our book because of these different letters and these techniques and the follow-through and the branding. These are the things that we walk you through how to do through the coaching program. So, again, this is not a cost for you. These are things that will save you tens of thousands of dollars and can potentially make you tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars. So the investment is definitely there. The coaching process pays for itself many times over. I cannot reiterate enough the importance of having your book well edited. You don't want to be that author that has hundreds or thousands of books sitting in a basement or sitting in storage. You want to be pushing toward that bestseller list, or even if you're not going after a bestseller list, that you're generating tens of thousands of dollars in sales off of your own website. One of the last things I want to do is to ask Kali to provide her contact information again for people who want to have their book looked at again. Uh, perhaps they're doing a reprint and they're saying, hey, can I restructure this a different way and bring it out again? Or perhaps they're working on that new book. So, Kali, if you could give them your website and also your contact number again, please. All right. The website is coachgreatwriters.com. CoachGreatWriters.com, and the number is 866-WRITE-99. 
And William did just tap on something that we haven't really talked about today. We did talk about on the last call, and that was if you are in the beginning stages of your writing process, we can also help you with that because very many people, they have rough ideas in their head or they have those ideas in their head that they've been walking around for years, but they don't quite know how to get it on the page. Or some people who have started, they've gotten a quarter way to their book and they're stuck and they want to write, but it just doesn't come. So wherever you are in your process with writing, we can help you with that. As we wrap up, I'll give you my contact information for people who are interested in the Barron Book Publishing and Marketing Coaching Program as well as our How to Build a Six-Figure Speaking Business Coaching Program. You can go to the Workshops and Coaching section of BarronSeries.com, and I'll spell that for people, B-A-R-O-N-S-E-R-I-E-S.com, BarronSeries.com. You can also call toll-free 888-90-BARON. That's 888-90-BARON, B-A-R-O-N. And again, the website is baronseries.com. I'd like to thank everyone for joining me for part two of our book publishing, writing, and marketing teleseminar series, Bestseller Author Secrets, How to Create a Six-Figure Income and Boost Your Celebrity Status, brought to you by baronseries.com and also in Kali Mincy of coachgreatwriters.com. I would encourage you to join us for our session number three, which is Highly Effective Strategies for Book Marketing and Promotion, where we're going to walk you through how to get others to promote your book to tens of thousands of people for you for free, how to get radio, television, and print coverage for your book. We're also going to talk more about how to position your title to become a bestseller from a marketing perspective, how to set up some of these virtual book tours to increase your profits. We'll give you some insights on that and the things that we walk you through as part of the coaching process to do that, how to significantly increase the traffic from qualified buyers to your website, as well as how to generate income faster by pre-selling your book before its release. So these are the things that we're going to cover in greater detail in Session 3, Highly Effective Strategies for Book Marketing and Promotion. We're also going to give you a replay of this workshop, how to publish and distribute your book for maximum profit, and the first in the session, How to Write Books That Sell. Contact information for the Barron Coaching Program. You can go to barronseries.com, the workshops and coaching section, and you can just fill in that you're interested in the Book Marketing Coaching Program on the forum or the Speaker Business Coaching Program. And we walk you through this. We also give you over 10 workshop CDs. So in addition to the five hours or the 10 hours of one-on-one coaching that you would get. And I have a limited number of spots where I can work with people individually and personally as opposed to one of the other coaches. You'll get to work with me. And I'm also going to give you 10 workshop CDs that will provide you with an additional anywhere from 12 to 17 hours worth of training in addition to the 10 one-on-one hours that you would have with me or one of the other Baron coaches. So if you're interested in working directly with me, I would encourage you to, to fill out that contact form to get more information as soon as possible. I'd like to thank everyone for joining us for this teleseminar series, and we hope to see you next Tuesday evening. And in all you do, continue success. This is William R. Patterson, international best-selling co-author of The Baron Son. I hope you enjoyed the lessons and insights from the Baron Writing, Publishing, and Book Marketing series, best-selling author secrets, how to create a six-figure income, and boost your celebrity status. I now invite you to complete the information request form in the workshops and coaching section of BaronSeries.com to learn how you can best leverage the Baron Solution book marketing and speaker coaching program to help you dramatically increase your income and book sales. 
You may also access the coaching information request form directly by typing www.baronseries.com forward slash coaching.htm in the address field of your web browser now. And all you do, continue success, William R. Patterson.